If you ain't know, you better know. Stuck at the bottom, shaking up the globe. Press of the city, coming for the throw. Skin in the cover, trying to cover Vogue. Coming from the cold, you know how it goes. It's for the niggas that hate him, It's for the days in that minivan. It's for the days could have moved to Chicago instead of went back to Toronto and changed the whole city. You really can't do what I did. Babies flying once they jump out the crib. Hit you like Tyson, but go to the rig. Second guessing like I know I'm the shit. It's small now. Made me some millions, it wasn't enough. Had a black on the label, cause they wasn't cutting it. We had a raw, my side, you was cutting it. You had your time, but your rent was Cutting it. Used to get checks from the government. Now I get chased and get taxed from the government. Understand, I did not come here to play with you boys. Waving their guns and raising their voice. Soft in the middle, they brittle and moist. Kill or be killed, I don't got a choice. <laughs> Jacuzzi is back, so kill all the noise. I got a list. I got a list. People they hate. Niggas and stay on my dick. I got a list. Fire. I ain't heard the second verse, Fire. I'm just telling you. That nigga got I, I'll send it to y'all group chat, don't worry about it. I got you. I'm sending you. He got like what hundred followers, two hundred followers. Fifteen hundred and some change. Yeah, he should have fifty thousand. Something like it. Yeah, yeah, something like, like uh, let me uh, let me make sure uh Jazz Cartier. Jazz Cartier. Shout out to the six. Uh Toronto was on. Yes, sir. I've been finding, I got a couple. I done dropped two or three just from the, the six. Honestly, the production alone oh, it's puts dope. him at twenty five thousand followers. It should. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he did that on top of it. Mm-mm. Yeah, killed Mm-mm. it. Oh, you know what? Let's, let's do this right. Okay. Let's do this right. Because I keep getting... Y'all got to leave me alone. <laughs> okay? <laughs> y'all got to leave me alone. I, the, most of the hate mail that I get is the fact that the intro is different every show. And I'm like, look, whenever the intro come, it come. Y'all got to leave me the fuck alone. Got, y'all just got to wait. Yeah. Y'all got to wait. the fact God that you me. know that means you listen so you should know <laughs> we're going to do what the fuck <laughs> we want to do. Hell yeah. Nine, we still going to give you the meat. Hell yeah. Seven. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left, Hex. to my right, KG from DC. In the middle. And in the building, as always, Jay to the R. I think this is the first time we've had the whole crew in like three months or something. <laughs> good to have they all back, bro. Good to have you back. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, good to be man. back. We man. miss you last good, week. Man. Good to be back. We man. miss you last week. And, um, man. You gonna start off with the wellness check, man? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm ready to talk about okay. that, man. I'm, You know, I'm gonna say you for last. Did you ask me? I'm gonna say you for last. Right. You cool, ready, man. man? Cool. Wellness check. Hex, how you feeling, bro? I'm good. That's all I'm getting. I'm good. That's all I'm getting. I'm good. Hex is ready. No, 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 no. Hex he just is don't want to use look, my look, line. Look, he, he just don't want to use my ready. line. He just, like, Hex got his hand on it. I love it. I love it. I can see it. I can see it. I got something to say. Why your lip quivering, nigga? Why your lip quivering over there? It's all good. It's all good. Herb Nizzle, how you feeling, bro? I'm good, bro. Happy to be happy to be here with my brothers. Bro. Yes, Word up. yes. KG, angry as always, ready to go. Yes, it's sir. Time to pod. What Bruce Banner say? That's my superpower. My I'm superpower always is, angry. I'm always angry. <laughs> I'm always angry. Jr. Man, on the way in here, um, I was tuned into last week's pod. Cool. Um, that I was not here for. Um, man, you guys, you know, first of all, phenomenal job. Thank once you. again. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. The, but you know, driving in here, I know you. I noticed you guys gave me a couple shout outs yeah. last week, and yeah. which I which I, I appreciate and I love you guys for everything that you yeah. guys love always you. do. Um, 
And but I want to be a little more vocal, man. Last week, I had a colonoscopy. Okay. Okay. Indeed. Okay. Indeed. okay. I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say for what it is. It is what it is. We gotta. We gotta get ourselves checked, y'all. That's a fact. And, and, and it doesn't have to be for anything that we think, but it has to be at a time when we just get in the baseline of what we're going through and where we are at the time. Yeah. It was due. Yeah, and, and at the bottom line, it was not a bad experience. It was a pleasant experience. And honestly, there's a part of that that without without any jokes and everything else mm -hmm. like that, because we've already done our jokes forever. But the part that opened at least every eye in this room that I didn't know about was you could be put to sleep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm saying that because if we didn't know that, and we are, for the most part, relatively well-educated black men. Mm -hmm. Yes. Then the fear goes away for some people who did not know this. We got to start yeah. making some this, people maybe start making this taboo. Yeah, like like yeah. that's exactly what we, I'm we trying to get. To, at. We have we have this is a real thing. Yeah. And I'll tell all you fellas here, I love y'all. It's it's not a bad experience. Just go ahead and you know. Bite the bullet, go ahead and get it done. Get a baseline as to where we are. You you guys know what neighborhood of the age we are right yeah, now. And it's yeah. time it's time to, you know, get serious with stuff like that. So uh, I appreciate the fact that you guys respected my privacy and yeah. you guys beat around it. But I'm here to say it this week, man. Look, go get yourselves checked, you know. Especially African Americans here that you know we we you know our statistics is, is, is if you don't terrible. catch it fast our our stats are really worse than everyone else right yeah and that's that's the point the point is we give y'all some food we try we try to diet up with a little honey or, or, or candy but I'm trying to always give you give you the real about where it is and y'all know when we don't give a fuck about yeah. the honey too prostate will take your prostate cancer will take your ass out so quick fast. quick fast. like there's no they're like the 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 stage ain't no that stage it comes three in. coming in, ain't no stage ain't. two coming in. No 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 no. It's like I'm gonna beat you your catching ass. Catching that one or you dying. Dog. It's my you know, it's, it's Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson is prime. It's yes. like I'm coming out and I'm gonna knock your ass out quick and I'm gonna go back home so I can get to these hoes. That's it's that that's that, that level of ass whooping. That this no that's that level yeah. of ass whooping. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna come out quick and I'm gonna get you. So you gotta scout ahead and be like, okay, let me just make sure I'm up on my shit. Yeah. And my pops he passed from colon cancer. Oh, so mm. no doubt. That's yeah. Real. Yeah. Uh, so yes, uh, that is how everyone is doing today. Um, another week. So glad to see y'all. Uh, my wellness check, real quick. Uh, so usually, you know, I, I I have little stories or things that happen. Um, little anecdotes. Little anecdotes. And usually, sometimes I talk about my job, right? And you know, uh, motherfuckers at my job. Hey man, you make the best donuts this <laughs> side, this my side job. of Mississippi. Yes, man. the donuts that we Fuck make are amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah! So I'm at work, and one of my coworkers comes in and tells me, "Hey, there's a Johns Hopkins study that says that masks really don't help at all, and the lockdowns only stop the spread of uh, of COVID by point zero two percent." I already know what you're talking about. Yeah, go ahead. And I'm immediately in my mind. I'm like, first of all, hi. <laughs> right, that's the first thing in my mind. Good morning. Right, good morning. That's how you, how you start the morning off. Yes, bitch. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, matter of fact, let's rewind just a little bit, just to say this motherfucker thought all night about the argument. He was gonna, he was gonna put you in your place yes. about the shit that he knew about that you didn't yes. know about. And I was, you know, and so the first thing after I heard this was, okay, so real quick, um, I'm going to research what you're talking about. Because, you know, you said Johns Hopkins, and that is a somewhat reputable university, and that's hard for me to believe they come with that bullshit, but I'm going to research that. But, aside from that, so the fuck what? 
Mm-hmm. I told him that. Yeah. Sure the fuck what? I said, if there's a study that helps things get better, then you bring that to me. Mm-hmm. If there's a study to say that well, if we do X, Y, Z, then we can get back to normal, bring that to me. Yep, that's it. If this mask don't work, guess what? The 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 reasoning behind the mask was to make things better. Yep. I got no problem with it. At all. If that point zero two percent saved five people, it was worth it. I it got no worth. problem with it. There you go. The fact that motherfuckers want to use the not one hundred percent theory oh. for their argument. Oh. It's like that is okay. I'm sorry. I'm not. I was. I was not about to take this to the left where I was about to. About to but let's just say, if you're dealing with people who are illogical, who simply want to argue something because no, you ain't right all the time about this, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. Because if point zero two is the difference that you wanted to show me about not being better. You need to shut the fuck That's up. That's a fact. And the other That's thing, and for, for me, it was, what's irritating is listening to people who are coming across like they were they were the, the geniuses up front. It's irritating this shit to listen to these people talk like the the vaccine is no big deal. How quickly they've forgotten where we were. We, we had no clue as to what, what do we go left or right. And, and, a and, year ago and they are playing mm-hmm. this hindsight game like I told y'all it was no it was a couple hundred thousand deaths <laughs> like, oh you remember when they said it right. stick on cardboard right. I don't, well, I don't yeah cause they so don't know we lost they're learning get, what do you get from we lost mm-hmm. in total 900,000 Americans mm-hmm. right yep. we lost 900,000 to a million right going, going into a million every day the, the first thing they talked about was like the flu Right, it was like it's like the flu. I'm like, motherfucker, the flu was killing sixty thousand people a year. So you're telling me (laughs) that that sixty thousand get whole weight to four hundred fifty thousand people a year? Mm -hmm. That's what you're telling me? And it's the same. Come on, see what I'm saying? Seven foot, five ten. What's the difference? (laughs) Right. Come on, man. man, Hey, man. Hey, man. Barkley played power forward. Bitch, shut the fuck up about the six, the six four nigga that made power forward. Right. Don't tell me about the anomalous person who is completely out of the range of what's regular. Let me tell you. I'll just say this. It, it tells you uh, the magnitude of how well, well, the, the the concept of how people think that that person next to you doesn't matter. Right. And yeah, that's, that's just basically what it is. If it doesn't hit you right in the, in the mouth. If it doesn't hit you right at home, then all of a sudden it just becomes something that's just so damn nonchalant. But see, that's that's the funny Mm -hmm. thing. They don't notice that the random person is the person next to you. Let me me say it that way. Because it's relativity to them. Relativity means that, yes, Irv is right next to me. But if I don't consider Irv to be the fully formed human being that he is, then he's just a random person who uh, happened to be next to me at some point. That's fact. Yeah. And that's what they're saying. So when we say next to me, we're taking that as a relativity to closeness with us. Yes. They're not thinking about us like that. And yeah. they don't. And they're not born to think of us like that. No. No. Um, so, yeah. And that, uh, that Johns Hopkins... Uh, article was not peer reviewed it was not published and it was not from anybody having a degree in virology it was actually the uh i want to say economic studies department that did that so it was completely it was it was a a lot even the way they they claim it masks don't work 
All masks are not the same. That's fact. The, if you want to include masks. cloth masks, mm-hmm. you want to include masks without filters. Mm-hmm. There are a multitude of ways that you could express the same ideal <laughs> in a in a scientific way. That was not expressed to you. Mm-hmm. Masks don't work, and even then, you still get down to 0.02. But see, here's what here's here's why it's so asinine. You want to tell me that you won't listen to Doctor Fauci? But you'll read some other study that you're not completely abrupt on, right? You're not completely aware of how everything that went into making that study. And you won't swear by that. He showed back up and tell you about this other early, study. Early. The guy who put in the work when you didn't even care about COVID. Ah, he's a clown. But where's this the, other, man, it's early. Where's the, early. Where's the ivermectin study at? Speaking yeah, of how, how many people have gone out to get ivermectin because well, they heard well, I know, that that was and, and I know the, one. That the, was it the holistic way to get rid of COVID? Correct. I know one. I know one person. The I know Aaron, one the Aaron Rodgers way to. Was it Aaron Rodgers? Well, Dr. No, Cyclone. Cyclone. Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all don't listen to your president? Y'all don't listen to your president? That's what you're trying to say? You think he would steer y'all down the wrong road? Uh, Come yeah. on, man. Uh, there is a, uh, speaking of uh, ivermectin, um, there is a, I guess I'd call Please it Please explain that to people that don't know. Ivermectin? Yes. Oh, the horse dewormer shit. Thank you. Right, yeah, the horse dewormer shit. I just had to say that because that, yes. that conservatives like that. and liberals. I don't know how to spell that. Yes. They'll just leave it alone. <laughs> just take it as a joke. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I want you to understand. Um, so there is a, uh, a, a personality I guess we call him comedian, uh, fellow podcaster on Spotify. Okay, we can't call him a fellow podcaster. He's well, the he biggest probably, podcaster. He, he podcast, he podcast. He's what the, the biggest fuck? podcaster in America. He's one of the top ten like us. He podcast. No, 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 he no, put no, his no, pants no, 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 Okay, again. Fool. (laughs) Fine. Again, we are explaining something in terms of reach and someone being able to express an idea that goes way further than almost anyone else we can name, the number one podcaster in America. Okay. So when that person says Mm -hmm. something, much like what we talk about, Fox News says something. So the podcaster. Yes. He does podcast. He does. We podcast. He also was. I need you to stop him when I'm lying. Right. No. <laughs> I need you to stop him when I'm lying. Contextualize differently. <laughs> if no, 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 not contextualized. Or in the NBA. Not, not, not so contextualized. I need you to stop me when I'm lying. He podcast. Mm-hmm. We podcast. And you know I'm not responding to what mm-hmm. you said. I'm responding to something else. So go ahead. He he's on Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Yes. Okay. Let me keep going. For now. <clears throat> We might have to read it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it up. Now, now you see where the shit is going. Oh, right. keep it up. We not getting off Spotify. Um, so Joe Rogan, uh, the top shelf, top tier, right. number one podcaster on Spotify, spreading bullshit. It's spreading a bunch of bullshit. Um, not only about COVID, about the COVID vaccine, <clears throat> but. India Irie came out and said that she was taking her music off of Spotify because of him, but not necessarily because of the COVID shit, because of his past, yeah, because of his past usage of the N-word, which I had no clue. Did you know? I did know. It was that deep? Mm -hmm. How long had that been out? Like, how long had that been? That is, like, over 10 years old. Is it? Yeah. 
if he's been doing this for like 13 years, like most of that stuff is like the early days of Joe Rogan when they were still. Anyway, I, I don't want to explain <laughs> it because then we get into contextualizing whether you're at this level or that level and where you thought you were reaching. I don't give a shit about mm-hmm. that because everyone's reaction is based off what it. India Ire's reaction is based off exactly what the criticism should be back based on. That goes from her issues with the N-word to Spotify's mm. issues with paying everybody the least of any uh, group. All Everything she said was 1,000% factual and is backed up by yeah. everything that she could say. Yeah. Now, there are other people who are picking and choosing, other people that are doing whatever. I have no interest in doing any of that. And we talked about it in, in the war room. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Ari was on point with everything she said. Everybody she else just wanted to say, well, if this is your stance, then I don't want to be here. Nah, nigga, you don't want to be here because they also pay the least out of everybody else that moves your music. That's a fact. Because if it worked, if if Spotify paid what title paid, they would have had a lot less problem with what they had to say. With Ari, she said, no, both of these things are true. And I'm talking about this right now because this just came to me. Yeah, yeah. She said, I'm getting the fuck out of it because y'all not paying us right. And then the money y'all take it from us, y'all it's give It's not worth taking the hit because y'all don't pay shit. I just want to clarify. Wasn't it Neil Young was the first artist? I think that's yes. The they said, I don't want to be <clears throat> yes. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he was the first one to say it. I'm out. And Neil Young didn't know anything about the N-word stuff. But well, well, his shit was his shit didn't express. Didn't express. needed to. No, <laughs> no. But his shit was the COVID shit. His shit was right. saying I, you you're I, just you're spreading I, misinformation. I'm, 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 all I'm saying is all of those people ha- are entitled to their opinion. Yes. That's Absolutely. their bag, and they decided that they didn't want the bag from Spotify because they didn't want to be associated with the misinformation that. And yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hex, you look a little perturbed, man. What's up? I'm just listening. No, no. I'm, you looking, I'm, I'm he's just processing. listening. He's I'm processing trying. right now. He's processing I'm, right now. The, the, only thing about the, the only thing about the Joe Rogan situation for me is that the people who are saying that they don't, like, you know, you need to pull your stuff off of Spotify, you know, to be there. And it's like, well, if this stuff has been around this long, why is it now? The COVID shit, yeah, I've been stopped rocking on it because yeah. I felt like the COVID shit, he's misrepresenting. I felt like he's playing both sides he of the COVID playing situation. Both sides. And it's like, I don't need you to do that when it comes to health and public safety. Right. Don't play both there sides when it comes to that. The line. Yes, you should have a stand. Don't say, okay, well, the vaccine's good. What's bullshit? Well, mask, no. Well, if you're young, no, no, don't do that. When it comes to this shit with life or death shit, have a stand on something. But he didn't do that. He did this for the money with that. The N-word shit, eh. As I, mean, I said in the war room, he pulled, He used the Trump playbook. I think That's he pulled the Abe Lincoln. He's a what? I think he pulled the Abe Lincoln. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? Damn, you know what? I am going to look like the future's going to love me if I stand up for niggas. Oh, I mean, black people. Uh, I mean, uh, slaves. Uh, yeah, slavery's <laughs> wrong because we can't make that money up north. But shit, we can't let the South have all that money. Mm. We ain't going to have no power. So that's just playing both sides of... All I'm saying is when you are playing both sides, you have a chance to get blindsided by exactly the truth that you have been expressing. Yeah. You've, ha- you've stood nowhere on this line for all of these years. And now all of a sudden, the lines move. Well, the lines move, yeah, because he decided to side with the people who were against slavery. They weren't against slavery because they cared about black people. They were against slavery because that's where the money was. Free labor. Just like everybody about Spotify is not against Spotify because Joe Rogan is simply saying this shit. It's also because 
Shit, you pay that motherfucker a hundred million dollars, possibly a hundred million a year for yeah. three years. So now what I'm I can do is table scraps. Right, right so here. I can take my shit off. I'm so you said, motherfucking I can, young. I can take my shit off. You, you know like what I'm gene. making on Apple? You yeah. know what I'm making on Title? Fuck you, bitches. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So it's an opportunity to look yes. like a hero and it's, not have to take that big of a you hit. You went into depth with your theory because you were also getting fucked by them. Mm. If you weren't getting fucked by them, where were you before? Did you hear Fat Joe? Did <laughs> you hear Fat Joe? Fat, Fat Joe said that Joe Rogan is a piece of shit. I can't stand him. He can't be changed. Fuck him. I'm not taking shit off Spotify though. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I gotta get my bag. <laughs> <laughs> he said that shit. Fat Joe been broke before. I gotta get my bag. I was like, oh, Fat Joe been broke like three times before. Yeah, you know the difference. Hell yeah. Yeah. Come on, Hex. Johnny Mitchell ain't been. Johnny Mitchell ain't been broke since the '80s. Who? Johnny Mitchell ain't been broke since the '70s. Man, oh, yeah, that's a fact. fact. Yeah, that's a fact. And neither is Neil Young. <laughs> so, boy. Come on now. Oh, man. <laughs> Joe Rogan is um, an example of white hubris. When you don't, when you don't have decency in you, you'll do anything. Which is why I said he was like Trump. Trump re- realized only after he said some of the outlandish shit that he said, because he didn't know it up front, because it hadn't been done before. He didn't know that being a rude, disrespectful jerk would, would get him a gang of folks like, hey, you're our hero. Mm-hmm. We've had jerks before, but just no one that had a platform. So he has a platform, and he realized, this will work for me too. And if you'll do anything for money, then that, that defines you in itself. It'll move your line. Yeah, and it's, it, the, the the weird thing about it is when you uh, when you read comment sections and hear people talk about Joe Rogan, <clears throat> um, there's a there's an app. I think it's called Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a conservative like music or they, audio. They said they'll give him a hundred million if he left Spotify. Where was they before this? Actually, they're relatively new. Uh, I want to say like Trump era, end of Trump era, Trump presidential era. So that was like. Two years, like about two years. Like when he started getting knocked off in in Twitter and things like that, that's when they became a thing. Not that they weren't something before, but they weren't measurably large before. But they got, they have 100,000, I'm sorry, 100 million. Was that the number? No, 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 no. That's what they offered them? No, no, money, money. I thought you were talking about subscribers. Yeah, no, they they offered him like 100 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They offered him everything he's making at Spotify. The second that he started saying... Yes. Because they associated him with Trump. Yeah. And And conservatism. Mm. And, yeah. Man, we had that conversation. let's... Look, and I'm just, no, it's not no debate, bro. It's I, not no stop, debate. Stop, stop it. Let, let me lay it before you, before you get in to tell, <laughs> tell me something that I'm not saying. There are different levels of conservatives. And I don't want to put everybody in the, same, in the same group, even though others may be harmful to all may be harmful to us. There are people who think they have a, a real way to express something and we can disagree with them and actually have a talk. And then there is this new flashy ass bullshit group that came along with Trumpism that came along with what was the new movement that uh, uh, the the boy did at, at um, the, the GOP dude. Uh, damn, I can't remember his name right now. The Tea Party. Tea Party. OK, like that's when you get into. Yeah, we taking away from conservatives and going into this even more angry direct and more fucked up way of doing a thing like there was a way when before we could talk and figure some shit out 
That's what I mean to say. It's not to say that what you're about to say is different, is wrong. It's just to say that there are people who have made a way to find minority. And minority doesn't mean 10% or 5%. It's a dangerous minority mm-hmm. who are expressing things that we are in danger of coming out there. Mm. And I just want to be able to have a cordial conversation at some point. We're just not always there, always there with that. <clears throat> There's a bunch of people out here that's making money off of conservative 1, outrage. 1,000%. Trying to own the libs. Absolutely. And, and I agree just with you. being completely adversarial. With no interest in bringing our country together, this at is right. established at, at all. It, it was already bubbling on the bottom, and, right. and forty whatever the fucking number he is exactly. brought that shit to the motherfucking forefront, right? Yeah. So now all of these people are sitting here saying it's free speech. We've got a voice. <laughs> your voice, your free speech, isn't about love or isn't about bringing us together. How can we be better? How can we make America? You want to make America great? All Americans should be considered part America. of America. Mm-hmm. If you were born here, yeah. you're an American. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's fucking somebody that's educated that's out speaking Spanish that was born in this country, some asshole in some fucking Walmart someplace in middle America or wherever you want to, wherever it is, right. is offended that this person that's born here, that's a citizen, is speaking a different language. I, I'm educated. I, if, would you would you be so outraged if I was speaking French, or if I was speaking German? Uh, do you have the same outrage? But, no. But, but because you associate <clears throat> Spanish with brown skin people, if those same brown skin people were at the same hue as you, would, would you be so outraged about that? No. But that's what the, the nationalism and the populism that these people are trying to create, that's what it's, this, it's all around Christian nationalism. Mm-hmm. And another word for Christian nationalism is white supremacy. You, mm-hmm. you can you can dress, you can put all the lipstick on the pig that you want, bro. It really doesn't matter at this point. Because, and like I said, we, we, we've had the conversation, Mr. Connell put it out there a couple of weeks ago, is if there's black Americans and, and then there's Americans. Right? So until we're all Americans, we're always going to be sitting here with these same issues bubbling back and forth. Until we're all Americans and you people can't admit that there's systemic racism, that it actually is. We were just, right before we got on the pod, we were just talking about our highway system. Yeah. The highway system was built and to, to cut off and separate black neighborhoods, right? Yeah. But there's no system. The system built the motherfucking highways, right? There's no systemic racism in our. Uh, they just argue racism. I completely we understand the difference between systematic racism and and racism. You know, and the fact that it that it's more so much farther permeating into the definition of what America is. You know, I'm a the, fucking American, bro. You know the. Doc. I don't give a fuck what you say. You can't tell me because of the color of my skin that, that I should be. Or have less rights, That's right. or just being, or be entitled to less than you are. Or that you, I should shut the fuck up. That, 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 my, remember, you, you people have argued mm-hmm. about the first, the free free speech. We supposed to be able to say whatever the fuck but we, we want. want. You motherfuckers have <clears> argued <throat> over free speeches, to, over free speech to lie continuously to the pop to your segment of the population that you consider your base. We just want free speech, just to be able to exercise our right, to be able to sit and protest, to be able to say what, what's mm-hmm. going on in, in our communities is wrong. Nobody's how many. No, no realistic, rational black person will think that black people all, uh, all getting guns and, and coming in arms is going to save black people in this country. We, we wouldn't get fucking 
13 percent of the population. Yeah, it'd be quick. Be slaughtered. It'd be a quick episode. It'd be a quick episode. Yeah, quick. And, and just like drone strikes, they would not give a fuck about the poor white people around us, nor the Latinos around us. It's called collateral damage. It is fact. collateral yeah. damage. That's, that's, that's why the Rumble app is so dangerous. Because what they're now doing is, they're basically saying, we're putting up the money. If you rock with us, if you rock with us, we just picked up Joe. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get Joe Rogan. We're trying to get Joe. I'll go further than that. Spread bro. that word. Next thing you know, you'll have a, a Trump section and even segment, mm. and people will say to themselves, "Oh, this is where we can go and to say what we want to say." And you know what? And not get dragged even, for it. Even it. So let's just say that's that hate contract con, uh, concentrated. Concentrated. Juice. Bro. <laughs> that's that hate concentrated. Juice if, right if he had, if he plays both sides on Spotify, if he goes to Rumble. You can't play both sides. No, you can't not. play both sides. No, You're going to indoctrinate the people who are on the fence to being all the way over on 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 one side. Yeah. It's not. You're not going to be able to do that. Well, well, that well see, but those same people always play both sides. When, not they, all of them. In the morning. Good morning. Hey, he's <laughs> hey KG Jr. Irv, good to see you. Yeah, that's fine. Now you don't you know what they do when they leave. You haven't heard some of the things said in those meetings about promotions. You haven't heard what was said behind the scenes when somebody was mm-hmm. accused of perhaps what when we were talking about the NFL last week. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them owners will shake your hand. Hey man, if I if, if I was racist, would I have seventy seven percent of my employees be African American? Yep. Yeah, if it made you X amount of millions guaranteed every year, you sure would. It's no different. Massa had us in the gr- in the day going. Yard. Mm-hmm. What you talking about? That's hey, not different. But you didn't understand that I had three percent of my employees in the house with me. Just because I raped them every now and then is no different than the other white <laughs> people on, I would rape too. I go there all the time. Like, we, just come on. We have this thing where we have decided we're gonna turn the blind out of certain things. Jamel Hill went in. Oh, again, we had to go into that, but she went in about again. If the players aren't gonna stand. Why do you Nothing's think that they, anybody no. would ever change? No, They're not going to change because they know they got suckers for free. And you yeah. saw what Chauncey Billups said. Voluntary. Right? You got voluntary slaves. You know he's a slave owner. He going to treat you like one. He going to tell you, I dare your black ass to take a knee. See what happens. See what happens. Oh, uh, what them niggas do the next week? <laughs> not me, but I still fuck with Kaepernick. Nigga, shut up. Y'all slaves to the system and the money that this it's capitalism. Wheel created for you. Capitalism. Told you you'd sell yeah. your soul so that you could buy your mama a car. Man, come on. Chauncey Billups yeah. t- told everybody, he was like, man, the NBA is so far ahead of the rest of the leagues. And that's not even to say yeah. that's right. It's yeah. just saying that they're so far ahead that the other ones have no clue what they're even dealing with. And we talk about the baseball league having the strongest union because mm-hmm. they willing to stop and quit at any time. They ain't stopping quitting about Negroes and Lat- Latinos no. have, having to speak English. Hell no. They don't do that because that that's not in- interesting and important to their bottom line. Basketball mm-hmm. did. And then they stood stood up and was like, yeah, we ain't just not going to do it that way. Yeah. And that's a difference. And it still it puts them in a place where they have one black owner. But I think so that he wasn't helps. saying that everything was perfect. He was just stating the fact that mm-hmm. even the inclusion and the opportunity, like you get recycled basketball coaches in in basketball. Uh, you get GMs in sh- basketball. Shout out to uh, Byron Allen. 
by the way. Oh, always. Um, putting together luck, group, always. Yeah, putting together yeah. group, trying to buy the Denver Broncos, trying to get in that door, trying to be another voice, trying yes. to be a pioneer. Yes. Uh, trying to, to make you. black history. Yes. To be as rich as Byron Allen, to have to fight like that is interesting. Because we've had yeah. talks on Byron Allen here. Yeah. And yeah. I hope that y'all go back and listen. That's yes. a piece of that pie. Yep. That's yeah. a piece of that pie. And see, the problem is when you let Byron in, then guess what he guess what he votes he guess he guess where he votes money. on the next time there's an issue regarding oh, race you think that Weather Channel money worried about you coming at him about some shit <laughs> see how that worked um uh, shout out to Byron Allen shout out to being up on it um <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all kill me, man. I, we we can take. You we, know, we were supposed to start with a whole different, issue. a whole different thing. Okay, I'm just saying. But that was such a great, that was such a great yeah. segment. We got cut, man. That was fucking great. Um, wow. Thanks for letting us roll, Maestro. Yeah, man. We yeah, we still we yeah, do what we, we do, baby. Um, uh, we got to get to we got to get to our man. We'll get Black to History we'll get Hero. To we gonna get to it. We can immediately the next segment. We talk about January sixth. Uh, I got a clip. I got a clip. I know I ain't had one in a while. I got a clip. Y'all got to hear this shit. Uh, we'll be back. We're going to get some drinks. And I promise you, we're going to get back on to the... Uh, I guess we'll get back on subject. On the agenda. So, well, I don't know. We had some drinks. We might not even... <laughs> we're going to do what we're supposed to do. We're going to have some subject gonna matter for y'all. We're going to feed the people. We're going to feed the people. Hell yeah. Oh, man. We get some drinks. We back. Hex, give me one. U D K. Find the 
the baddest cats out here. Before, it, it, before it, it, any disrespect, about, let me go ahead and say one thing. It's going to be Nigga, disrespectful. It's definitely going to be disrespectful. <laughs> mm. Y'all bitch ass a and Don't know a goddamn thing about what y'all doing. They don't uh, do every week. Matter of fact, if I was a worse nigga, I would have taken all this shit and got myself an A&R job. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. This, y'all FY, FYI, take a bit of advice. Stop looking at the cats that's got the so-called numbers. Atlantic Records. Start from the bottom. What did Drake yeah. say? Started from the bottom. Now we yeah. start from the bottom. The niggas is Work your way up. Yeah. If it's trash, it's trash. It's trash. <laughs> if it... If it's a smash, you know that too. Yeah. And if you start at the bottom, you get it cheaper. Come on, man. Yeah. Y'all about all y'all about is the money. Buy low, so sell high. Hello. Buy so why low, you keep looking high. at the numbers when the numbers ain't real? Um, you know what? After so after the pot, I'm gonna tell y'all the name of it. Uh, for y'all who are listening, if y'all don't go to the Discord and, and actually look at these motherfuckers that I'm putting in the goddamn Discord, I'm not telling you yeah, the name. That's on I'm not telling you the name. I'm gonna tell the fellas the name after the show. But Should I'm I mean, not telling y'all right now. Y'all gonna have to go and look for the shit because y'all getting on my nerves. Look at the DJ booth. Yes, that's what I'm saying. No, booth. the DJ booth fact, has all fuck the, that. Has fuck all that. the no, music. No, stop, stop, Listen. stop. Don't tell them where to go. Go to the Discord. Find that shit on your goddamn. <laughs> fuck all find y'all who shit. just want some shit bread fed to you. Yes, spoon fed. Get your if shit you right. But if it's trash, it's easy. trash. It's trash. If it's trash, <laughs> we didn't put it on there. Easy, fair enough. Where are they supposed to go? Oh, they go to udkpodcast.com. Udkpodcast.com. Everything you need is there. Trust me. I wish to you wrong. There you go. Yeah. Um. So we're back. Uh, I think we we, we, we might have had one or two more drinks than we were supposed to in the right. 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 That never happened. Right. 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 There were no side conversations. <laughs> <laughs> we just came back five minutes ago. Yeah, so right. Turn right around. We should, we should tape everything. Um, so and then we can edit it. Because there's too much we always can. We should keep that. We didn't record that. Again, when we keep talking about stuff we can sell, shut the fuck up. Damn it, we're losing leverage. No. So, uh, so speaking of uh, uh, Black History Month, I know we weren't talking about that on the pod, but we've been talking about that for the past how many days now? Um, what day is it? 25, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, Right. right, and I gave y'all a homework assignment. I said to look this dude up. If you value macaroni and cheese, if you value uh, having whipped cream for your ice cream, you well, should thank this dude because he was a slave at Monticello, and he actually was sent over to France to figure these uh, these recipes out and bring them back so he could cook them and make them for the president in charge. Was uh, James? James. And Thomas Jefferson. Yes, Thomas Jefferson. Everything yes. in Charlotte. Thomas Jefferson, yeah. yeah so he came back, gave it to him, and then all of a sudden it just spread, and that's how we got that shit over here. So anybody who likes macaroni and cheese in America, the way we do it, the way that we do it, you can thank him. He was so, Thomas so Jefferson's all, all chef. Of you, yes. All of you, first of all, I want to respectfully call him a chef. Yes. Even Ooh. though Thomas Jefferson didn't think of him as a chef. And on top of that, we're going to talk about Robert Kraft, who made billions and billions of dollars off of Macaroni. making the wackest version of what this slave made. Yeah. So I just want to put that in perspective. Yes. This is not to shit on anybody no, no, else no, you, who didn't facts. understand this that's in facts. perspective. Please understand. That's facts. Um, so, yeah, I hope y'all did y'all assignment. 
Um, if, and you if you didn't, didn't. Then fuck you. Uh, but today we have another uh, Black History great. And my homeboy JR is going to take us through it. Somebody who's near and dear to, I know, our hearts. Uh, somebody that really influenced uh, the, 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 the DMV and, and how we grew up. So, JR, take us through it real quick. Yeah, Jay, um, so, um, you know, you guys always laugh because I keep my notes. Because here's the deal. I want to represent this individual, this, this iconic individual in 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 his proper terms to give in it black his proper history. terms. That's a fact. In, in black that's history. That's a fact. And it's contemporary because um, you know, my myself was born in Howard University Hospital, which was I guess Freedmans at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, you know, this city, the city of DC, whether we live on the outskirts of it, we're all vessels of what the hub is. Mm, same and, thing. And, and, you know, it's the same thing. So yeah. no, so whether we, we live five miles away or we live uh, 10 miles away, the bottom line is D.C. is, the radius of D.C. is not but so big. Right. But the impact of the people is so powerful Huge. because of where we are and where we're located. Okay? That being said, my black history candidate or, or nominee or no, it is what it is. For the it's man, the man that I am promoting here today yeah. is yeah. Mayor for Life, Marion Barry. One thousand percent. Yes. Okay. Um, and the reason why I really chose him, um, and you, I'll get into that a little later. But let me give you a little bit of history about him. Um, in 1960, he headed the um, lunch um, sit-ins. Um, in 1965, he moves to D.C. and becomes. Um, in lo- um, active in local politics, mm-hmm. um, he's elected to DC Council in 1974. In 1978, he was elected as mayor of Washington DC, and he um, was reelected in '82 and '86. So he kind of, kind of, kind of controlled a, a, a gamut of life where I was, um, especially when he started in Ward Eight, which I think is the heartbeat of DC. Oh, facts, because yeah. um, you know. Um, and what this man was committed to, from what I see, is not allowing the core of the nation's cap to rot. Because the real people was the core of D.C. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Ward 8, you can't get no more D.C. than Ward 8. I don't, I don't know how you can even uh, you know, start to say that. Yeah. Um, in 1990, he was involved in what was an infamous situation um, where oh. he was caught, caught up um, with freebasin cocaine. Um, and, you know, he was sent to federal prison for six years. Um, six months, I'm sorry. Um, that being said, there are people who come to this area, and we always speak about this area being a transient area. And they want to talk about that particular incident that happened in 1990, and that's all they know about this man. And I think that is just totally disrespectful to his legacy. And I, and I want to say that... Um, my thing is, I, I, I take offense to that because I know what he meant to this region. I'm sorry. That's no, fair. I want you to go on with what you're about to say because the other parts are more important. Okay. Yep. In 92, Barry ran again for city council and won. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this was a comeback. And, and what I want to say about that is... Um, but why was it a comeback? Why was it a comeback? Because in 1990... People pretty much left the man for dead, but he, but he, but he, but he came back. America learned about what they thought of him. Yes, but DC never forgot about 
what he was. Right. So I wanted you to speak to that point about what he did. Right. So and I'm and I'm, I'm coming to that part of it, which yeah. which I think is the key it thing the that key. he that he did when he started the the summer program for mm-hmm. the DC youth, yes, mm-hmm. which is still going on today. Because right. if we can't capture the young folks coming up. And how many how many um, stories I hear even about the summer jobs and the exposure that these that these kids had in local government, in uh, federal government, and things of that nature. He planted a seed mm-hmm. to the youth to move them forward, and that wasn't that wasn't necessarily received with a bunch of praise and blessings. But he stuck through that part of it. Yeah, and I think that that's what. That's probably his. That, not probably. That is a legacy that Thank still you. goes on Speak today. About it right. Yeah. That continues to go on today, and um, that that's a big deal. There's a uh, so in uh, in high school, I had a class. So 12th grade for my class, I had pretty. I pretty much finished like all of my classes except for English. Right. I had like an English class. I had to take elective, and then another class of my choosing that I could take. Mm-hmm. And so that was vocational education. That was the one that I took. Right. So vocational education basically taught you uh, how to go out, get a job, interview, uh, pay your taxes, bills. Like it taught you all that shit. In in high school. That's what it taught you. And of all the the, the classes that I've taken, I went to college for for, I was an English major, uh, English literature major. Of all the classes that I took, that class was the one I take the most. Uh, stuff from now even sure. with English even with going to college and, and studying that was the one that really set apart from the rest it was like yo this is what I need to know to survive and that's the one that I took the most from so that summer jobs program where you have a kid like a young child who goes into something like that and has guidance as far as in the real world of what to do and how to conduct themselves and that it lasts forever so when we look at kids now and we see they don't have any guidance they need guidance when they're young and the the program that Marion Barry was able to implement was so vital in so many people's lives but we don't have people thinking like that anymore so where I was gonna go with this was I was gonna call him Marion Silk Sonic Barry (laughs) (laughs) because everyone only remembers him from this bitch okay (laughs) (laughs) bitch set me up all that shit being said, y'all didn't live in the city and the area because here's the thing that's so funny and real and altruistic about what Marionberry did. They didn't check so much on what your address was because you could use your grandmother's address. Mm. You could use your aunt's address. Mm-hmm. They could make sure that if you were a youth, See, they made sure that you were of the proper age, that you needed help, but the actual address wasn't as important. Mm. What was important was that youth had an opportunity to do something. Yes, that's it. And the fact that he was a person who would give some favors to people who were close to him about hey, we want to build something, but we still want to build, right? We want to make sure that somebody's getting this contract job, but I want to make sure that they're black. The same things that Jewish people, the same things that people from other lifestyles would do. 
Marion Barry did that for black people. And the fact that he got set up, and he actually did, because I'm not going to tell you what he didn't do or did do as a grown-ass man who lived his life to the fullest and also marched with Martin Luther King. What I will tell you is that this man stood for black people in the nation's capital all of his life and never lost that idea or ideal through anything that he ever did, even at his lowest moment. So people can uh, feel any kind of way they want to about the embarrassment of, oh, the crackhead mayor. But let me tell you something. That crackhead mayor did more for me than your mm. mayor ever did for you. That's yes. a fact. That's and a motherfucking you can fact. kiss my ass about how you feel about that, even though you <clears> think <throat> it's funny to be able to say something about my mayor. Getting jobs as a young person has put so many people into prominent positions in the D.C. government and then furthering that into federal government simply because they didn't have to stay home. They simply had an opportunity to have their name mm -hmm. somewhere that was accessible to being able to do great things. You had a structure. So, you had a routine. You had, you know what I'm saying? You had account. It was accountability. Like, it was just something you could be a part of. I don't even want to take that far. I don't it was, I, no, no, I am. And you, it's something that you could be a part of. Like, a lot of times we had these kids. They don't have no structure. They have nothing to be a part of. And so we just leave them out in the wind and and, and act surprised when they do stupid shit. And it's like, but and you're, it's saying an opportunity. Opportunity. You're, you're saying an opportunity. And I want people to actually understand. No, he gave them a place. To really understand, yeah. you can yeah. build on this, not just the idea of it, the fact that people get into the government, and you and I have mm. talked about this on many yeah. different levels. If you get in, you're almost, you, you have to fight to get out. Like, people will always reach back to you. Working with certain parts of the government will always reach back to you just to say, oh, you have history with this. Yes. You should be able to come into our uh, section in, section eight area that we can get a contract with them if we get enough people who have history with you. Yeah. Mary and Barry put people in positions to win. And the fact that other people didn't understand that that was more important People outside of the city mm. didn't understand that was more important than his misfalliance with a woman that he simply wanted to sleep with. Oh, y'all have lost your minds on what this is because this man is real for the development of Washington, D.C. Hell yeah. Yeah, as, as a product of the summer jobs program, <clears throat> I, I first and foremost want to say thank you. And rest in peace to yes. uh, Mary and Barry. Indeed. Um, uh, every, everybody has a vice. You know, I, I'm not saying that, that uh, one is is worse or better or whatever. The but if you your say. vice is pussy, I can get over that. <laughs> pussy and crack. And crack. But, but no, crack. no. But because, because he was not a crack user. That's what I'm trying to separate. I don't no, to me, that it's, it's all irrelevant because... Okay. He did gotcha. way more good. It, way more. One one fucking 
uh, video of him in a hotel does not take away the the, the millions countless. of children, countless. Yeah, that's a bad yes. because it's probably yes. more than generations. Yeah. How many how how many kids were affected by the how many how many kids are alive today yes. because they had some place to go to work instead of some place to be on the street and be profiled yeah. or be uh, assumed to be something less than just an average American person. Uh, 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 somebody that wasn't looked at as a threat to society that yeah. lost their lives for whatever reason for just being black and walking or black and driving or black and working you know what I'm saying so so I just want to say thank you for the opportunity and I, I know there's so many people that, that uh, were enriched and benefited from the program mm -hmm. and I'd like to believe that those same people would share the same sentiment to say thank you Mary Barry for giving me the opportunity to shine what, 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 whatever your job was however big or small it was yeah. you had a job Fact. you had exactly. something that was putting money in your pocket that you can be proud of and saying that I am contributing to society in a positive way. That's a fact. You know, something that uh, Hex is often a, you know, a big advocate of is um, and, and what Mayor Barry has put out for us is the idea that of being an active participant. Mm. Because your voice can't be heard unless you participate. Well, um, well. And, and, and one of the key things he told people in Ward 8 is to vote. At right, the simplest right. level of city council, he says, vote. Because if you don't step up, then you don't have any voice to to even navigate through any of the bullshit that's that, that's coming that's your right. way. And like, I, and one of my final things is in '94 he was reelected as mayor of Washington D.C. And um, what a great day! Because like a man said, we had a mayor that was on crack, but we kept it all real and we voted him back. Shout out to uh, Mumbo Soul. <laughs> Mumbo Soul. Let's go. This is the heartbeat of what this city is about. Anything else is just some other crap. Do you think that Mayor Barry could be elected in today's D.C.? If, uh, after the scandal, I think it'll be harder. Me, after the scandal, the, he, he got he got voted back after the scandal yeah. to begin with. But if he, honestly, I'm back then, okay, back then, I'll answer That's the question. Tough. To be perfectly honest, yes, because DC is way more splintered right now, and the man who can get thirty three point three percent can win. And that's what matters. And, 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 yeah. and, and the difference yeah, is <laughs> when Marion Barry won. At any time you can talk about it, he had he was so overwhelming, and the reason why he was overwhelming, and I want to bring up the one point that was not brought up earlier. It was elder people, elder black people in D.C. were taken care of, Food. along with mm -hmm. young people mm -hmm. in D.C. Clothing. It wasn't just about the job. He it was about people being respected as real people. Facts. And again, y'all can tell me, and, and I'm not talking about anyone in this room, people can tell me anything they want to tell me about what he actually actually did on video. Well, you can never take, take away the fact that this grown-ass man looked at us as real people. And he took care of us as real people. And that's something that modern government has never done. Yeah. Especially yeah. modern government. Whole bunch so. of numbers. Whole bunch of numbers. Um, Hex. What I want to say is, 
I would hope, if anything, if people take the time to, t- to pay attention to what a person like Marion Barry brought to the table, is that we don't have to have perfect people to get mm. the results you want 1, for your community. Ain't no such thing as a perfect person. Mm. And un- unfortunately, too many of us pay attention to the TV, the shows, the programs, the, the papers, the websites, whatever it may be, that influences your opinion about a person's ability to do their job. And because a person has another vice, I think so. We got to get that in. We got to, we got somehow we got to come to grips with that. Are you looking for the perfect person? Are you looking for the perfect person who does their job? Yeah. What you do at home, that's you. And I'm not saying we need to find any kind of person that has every vice in the world, because of course that's what someone's going to take it to, right? I'm, as soon as you go left, I'm going to go right. So, so I understand. But at the end of the day, all I'm saying is, as if we if we all benefit from whoever is in charge, mm-hmm. sometimes we got to look at what they actually did. They actually do. And sometimes yeah. I said it forever. People are in a mirage of being in love with the person with the lapel pin that has the American flag, but yet he never votes or does things that are actually going to be helpful for you or your community. Right? What has he done? Yeah. And when we get somebody who actually does it, and the reason why he got reelected is because people saw the proof was in the pudding. They got jobs. Their things did turn around. They really did get exposed to things they never had been exposed to before. Then they really knew there was opportunity, and there was a, and there was really a possible chance for and, change. And I can say this right now: um, for one, Mary Magdalene, to all of you uh, wholesome Christians, was not a wholesome Christian. And second of all, speak on beyond the man. This man stood for results. I'm saying results again so that people understand that simply because you weren't the perfect person doesn't change the fact that you did have the perfect aim on Mm -hmm. what you did. Yeah. And because other things go awry, that's fine. You can judge us based on everything about our city. But what you're not going to do is talk about my city in a way that is incongruous to what we've actually done. And the same city that should be a state, but we're not going to get into yeah, that right yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, you mean the city yeah. that got more people than Wyoming in it? I didn't bring that up. Well, because but, it's majority black, a, then the Republicans would never let them have it because they know that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, How many yeah, people yeah, are re- represented yeah. by Delaware? Anyway, anyway, I'm not getting into all that. Facts, oh, I was just making facts, a point that facts, you now facts, have a, facts. I don't know, 600,000 people in a city that has no representation. Anyway, I'm going to get off of that, but uh, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to let, let Easy and the rest of y'all uh, go ahead so, and so, run so, with so, some uh, so, so real quick, um, first of all, uh, rest in peace and rest, rest in, in power to Mary, Mary yeah. Yeah. Yes, rest thank in you. Power. Yes, thank you. Um, Who marched so, with King? Uh, the, the last, I guess the, the, the last segment that we have, I have some clips. Oh, right. I, mean, I, I haven't had clips in a while. Oh, I haven't had clips in a while. Look out! Back some clips. Um, so uh, there has been, I guess, I guess we gotta get a little bit political. We haven't really been too political on this episode. We gotta get political a little bit. Uh, so uh, 
we last month we I guess it's not celebrated, but we recognized the anniversary of uh, January sixth. And no, we're not gonna get off of it. We're not gonna let you motherfuckers forget the fact that you motherfuckers tried to actually have a fucking coup in America. We're not gonna let y'all forget. Happy birthday um, <laughs> to you. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. But uh, some of the, the RNC, uh, I guess, big wigs, the top dogs, top brass, uh, had some statements about January 6th. Irv, can you, uh, can you enlighten us real quick on who said what about what and who was fucked up when they said what? Yeah, it was actually Rona McDaniel that made a statement that, that came from the RNC. Well, actually, it was the RNC made a statement saying that what happened on January 6th was regular political discourse, discourse I think was the phrase that they used yes. and it was a statement that was made by the RNC in general and then Rona McDaniel came back behind in general and said and said that uh, she 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 basically co-signed and said that this was definitely what the RNC was saying um, and there were a couple of people including Addison himself Addison Big Addison, Big Addison, I love Addison. I don't like Mitch. We all saw what we saw, <laughs> and it was a violent insurrection, right? So now the, I guess you want to call them the Trumpers, are all trying to be uproarious mm-hmm. uh, about Addison saying what he said and saying that anybody that's saying it's an insurrection, it. this is unbelievable. I can't Trumpers, believe it. Sixers, Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, so, so real quick, so, so, so I don't know if we've gone over this on the show, but um, we call them Sixers, right? So I get, and I, it sounds cooler than what it is, but a Sixer is just anybody who was actually at the insurrection or would have been at, at the so insurrection, far, but yeah. couldn't make it because they ain't have he enough. Does not, they have enough bus tokens. He is not a player for the Philadelphia 76ers. 76ers. Yes, we're not talking about that Simmons. participated in the insurrection yes. on January 6th. Wow. Um, so uh, yesterday there was an interview on CNN uh, with an actual real life Sixer. Right, so that's he talked yeah. to him, uh, you know, and he said that uh, the MAGA was a cult. And Stop the Steal was a cult that he was trying to get out of it, but he couldn't recognize the fact that what he did was fucked up, right? Uh, so I'm going to play a little bit. I'm going to play some of these clips so we can kind of get into the mind of a sixer. The mind like, of a sixer. It's a dangerous place. It is. It's a fucked up place. Uh, but we're going to try to get it. <laughs> we're going to get into that real quick and then have our reactions. So uh, I'm going to play it real quick. I get there on election day and there were only a couple of cars in the parking lot. The record turnout that they say that there was in Fulton County, Georgia, which is the county that I voted in, it didn't happen. Wasn't there a significant amount of early voting though? In that demographic, it's a poor area. It's a predominantly um, black area. You'll never be able to convince me that they were sitting around watching CNN and Fox News and all these things and that's what they were most concerned about was the election and getting a ballot and mailing it in. If you were to ask people, is Joe Biden going to get more of the black vote than Barack Obama? People would say no. So uh, that's the that's the first part. Um, so let me give you a little bit of backstory, a little bit of context on this young man. Uh, he is from Fulton County in uh, Georgia. Georgia, Atlanta. Uh, and he basically said that uh, he grew up around a lot of poor, disenfranchised black people. Mm-hmm. And he went to go vote. 
Right. And when he went to go vote, at the time he went to go vote, he said he didn't see a lot of people. So therefore, since he didn't see a lot of people, it couldn't, then it couldn't have been a lot of people because he didn't see them. That's what he's saying. He said, you know what? When they brought to his attention the fact that, you know, maybe... They could have been early voting. They didn't even mention mailing. I don't know why she didn't. The 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 person that's interviewing him kind of got on my nerves. We'll get there later. Um, but yeah, when he did that, it was just kind of like, eh, no. If you ask people, right? If you ask people, then people will say that it didn't happen. Well, who the fuck is pe- the, pe- the same? It's people that voted, motherfucker. Circumstantial evidence is obvious. Obviously. All you have to do is look at the fact that you've seen this before, so that's how it is, right? Hmm. Like you've seen before where black people couldn't vote or where women couldn't vote and lesbians and transgender can't go to the bathroom. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm confused about how life works. I'm just like, is it a lot of black people in your area, bro? I mean, first, (laughs) I mean, just because they weren't there when you were there doesn't mean that they don't exist. exist. What do you mean? (laughs) It didn't exist. It's it's, It's it's not real. It's a snapshot. Disrespectful that um, if, if it's it's actually the the hypocrisy is amazing. If if I if I don't see it with my own eyes, then it must not be true. So, how many times did forty five? You saw it with your own eyes. You saw it with your own fucking eyes. Gr- but you believe. I don't even know if you believe it. You just want to support this guy because he's on your side, or or he's selling what you believe he's. What, or what he's selling is what you think he should be selling. I'm not I, even really sure how to explain it. The, 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 I find it amazing that we want to deal with arenas as our ideal of how we understand uh, monopolies. So the NFL owners can do everything with their, I don't know, 60 to 100,000 people uh, popu- populations. And then we just believe, oh, well, this guy who understands that an auditorium with 4,500 people and I'm misusing auditorium. But please understand that the 4,500 people who usually fill this up. Well, that means that everybody believes, right? No, dumbass. That's a small portion of what America is. Mm-hmm. And you can't believe that black people could unify because... You just haven't seen them do it, except you actually have. Yeah, any anybody you who any anybody who um kind of is, is I need so y'all got more homework. Last week I gave y'all homework, right? I gave y'all Black History homework. I got some more homework today. I want you to look up causality versus causation. That's what I want you to look up. Google that causality versus causation. I'm not gonna get into it now, but next week I'll get into it. But I want you to look it up, and once you read that, you'll understand exactly why the shit that he's saying is so fucking stupid. You will get it. A lot of times, you know, we see things and we think, okay, well, because I saw that, that means that that is the reason why this other thing happened. No, 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 no that's just what you saw. It's circumstantial. You just saw it that one time. That doesn't mean that that's the reason why this happened. But that's y'all's homework. Yeah, causality y'all, versus causation. Y'all, y'all, y'all see what happened when the niggas related to a goddamn lawyer and <laughs> everybody else want to act like I'm stupid. Anyway, go ahead. If, go ahead. If uh, if I'm in a voting station in South Dakota, in comparison to a voting station in New York City or DC, mm-hmm. 
there's a chance that I'm probably going to see more black people in that New oh, York City fact. or DC. That's, I mean, a that's, fact. Fact, right? that's a fact. So if I'm in Fulton County, and I'm not saying I'm not going to see no black because, uh, well, if if you if you let the Republicans gerrymander the way they are, you probably won't see any black people in Atlanta, according to them. That's, that's a fact. Right and all that. But anyway, if I'm in Fulton County, Georgia, I'm not in Atlanta. I'm I'm on the outskirts. I'm in whatever outskirts I'm on because I don't see black people. At my voting station, they can't vote. It's justification. They're it's, not voting it's, it's they're, they're not even voting. though they were voting for sixty days before, and you can't perceive this. There's no Obama. Mm. How is this possible that somehow Negroes actually did their motherfucking job? This is the mentality. This is yeah. the this is the mentality that I'm I'm so used to y'all not participating. Correct. That when they tell me y'all participate. It blows my mind. Like, no, 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 no. This is shit that we do. Y'all don't do this. Right. This is what we do. But they've been misinformed to a level that our participation is a surprise. Like, right. w- these, those black people don't. They don't. They don't participate in our elections. And if they do, it's an anomaly. It's, mm-hmm. it's not par for the course. We've been participating for quite some time. You dudes have been moving the goalposts at every possibility sure. that you. Just like luxury, right? NFL owners, great example, Indeed. right? We're talking about there. At, there was one time where there was just there was just luxury, right? Now there's ultra, ultra luxury. luxury. <laughs> right? There's always something. Samsung twenty two, baby. All of it is an effort to keep a certain segment of people away from being a part. Yeah, sure. Yeah, of that, right? We have to keep a part of. Yeah. Now I, I know that a lot of people want to say that there's certain. People that are trying to keep away, it's a financial thing, right? And I want to believe that to a certain level. It's like, it's a class thing. I want to believe that to a certain level. But every time I look, it's always a bunch of <laughs> Caucasian folks that's in this, this category by yeah. themselves. Yeah. And then everybody else has to try to filter into that category. Because, we, because even when we do have people who are in that stratosphere, even though it might be small, we might not be necessarily as a collective as high as, you know, Caucasians, but we might have some people that can get in them doors, but even when we have them, we still don't see them. At all. Like, we got some, we have some billionaires. Think about this. If we, if we, black folks, collectively got together in any type of club, initially, would we not be looked at as a threat? In some oh, hell yeah. Way? And let me. And let me, I don't give a fuck how good what we we got a bunch of black people that are all together for the Constitution, right? I guarantee you, conservatives and or libertarians would find a way to make them this Marxist organization <laughs> that right. these black folks are contributing. Yep. to. it would be a game. It would be a game. It'd be a game. It'd be some way that we would be something other than just American patriots. I, I want everyone here to hold on to the idea of certain numbers that just make sense. So it's incongruous and un- it's not a pl- it's not a pleasable to the history of our state that black folks can come together and swing an election. But everybody believes that if Jewish people who simply have money but don't have the numbers and they are somewhere around where Asian people are in America, pick any Asian group, 
not all of them together, and just say, I don't want that to happen. Are you comfortable with the idea that 13% of the population can't swing something when Obama won, when Biden won, but you're going to say easily that any Asian group singularly can do the same thing? Jewish people can do the same thing at all times? No. These things happen all the goddamn time because the margins are what the margins are. Mm. Yep. Then that's the yeah. That's what it is. It's the margins. It ain't the me it ain't in the middle. It's no. the margins that will matter. Um so I got another part if y'all wanna if y'all wanna yeah. I, I got I got part two. What? If y'all oh. wanna listen. Okay. All right. So it's gonna get worse. I just want to make a disclaimer that this shit, this shit is going to get worse. So let's just hold on and just, it's going to get bumpy. This ride will get bumpy. The bigger picture here is actually one I'm, I'm really interested in because it is a recurring theme, which is that you have skepticism about the black vote in this election. Part of it, it seems to me, you know, you said you lived and voted in a black area, and how could those people have the time to pay attention to the election? And why do you think you would be able to pay attention to that and black people wouldn't? I don't think that everyone is interested in politics like I am. It's not necessarily about racial lines. So what he was saying was, I don't, it's not race, it's just that I don't think that everyone is interested in politics as I am. So now he's moved the goalposts. He's booted now. He said, before you were talking about black people. And now he's saying, well, not just, it's not black people, but I don't think that everyone is interested in politics. I, but you just said black people. Tell and it, now you're taking this shit back. Tell everyone who he is. Oh, I, I'm not saying his name. Fuck him. Okay. I, yeah, he's, just, he's a sixer. He's oh, a sixer. I, are, yeah. well, well, just explain who he is, not oh, in terms of uh, his So name. He, uh, he actually, he went to the Capitol on January 6th, and he has been, well, when the Stop the Steal rallies were going on, he was actually following the Stop the Steal rallies to each stop. Like, he was actually fully indoctrinated into the shit. Every city they were going to, he was following Trump and then going to that rally and then listening to the rally. So he was living out of his car. He was a, living in a homeless shelter. He was fucked up. He's a defendant or an accomplice is what you're saying. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and, and that's all I want people to actually understand yeah. is that there are so many people who are beyond litigious but really just want to hang on to the coattail of something that is greater than them and shittier than them at the exact same time because they hope for the greatness. And we've talked about this with the GOP for so many years. When we talk about the, uh, the people who, the Joda Plumbers of the world, mm -hmm. who them. think that they're gonna become part of the 1%, knowing good and well not knowing. I shouldn't say that. Because they believe. They do. They believe in this They do. And they're uh, no one extras in a fucking movie. That has not ever happened except for, like Irv said, in movies. That they are going to become part of the group that will accept them. No, the elite is the elite. And we can talk about that on both sides. 
The elite never thinks that you have a shot at being them if you are not generationally like them. Mm-hmm. And you can pick that shit up on both sides. And them motherfuckers who, the motherfuckers who was storming the Capitol, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, I'm not sure the, the, the economic status of most of the motherfuckers in the... In the broke as fuck. fuck. And ain't no rich motherfuckers next no, to you. Them motherfuckers don't make six, they seven figures. They use chattel, you motherfuckers. As chattel. And you're happily going up there and just running to the goddamn slaughter. Happily. Like, fuck it. Yep. So this all still centers around the vote and what they try to uh, keep us away from or act like we have no interest in or whatever. That's why we got to attack this thing like a bunch of savage dogs and go out to these polls and get out here and do what the hell we got to do. When when, um, these artists or uh, when people get nominated for or win an Academy Award or win an award, I I hear a lot of times they get up there and they say, I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Maybe we should change that around a little bit. You can say that. That's great. God is great. God is good. But I want to. I want everybody now to say, I want to. I'm thankful for my right to be able to vote. That my ancestors have given me this chance to vote. So why, why don't you say that when you grab an award and say that to everybody? Mm. Let that be the rally cry that we have a, a chance to vote. Mm. Every every chance we get, we do that. That should be our rally cry instead instead of just saying, "I thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ," which I'm not knocking. Which I'm not knocking at all. But the rally cry for us has to be, we have the opportunity to vote because others have given us that right and have paved the way. And I want, I, I just want to say this little piece. Right now, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has uh, Tribe Called Quest in the same argument as uh, Lionel Richie. You are stupid as fuck. If you think that they should be in the same argument, not because one is greater or more successful than the other. All right. So this is the last part of the interview. And I want to make sure y'all know real quick. So on the first one, I let y'all know that the interviewer was kind of like pissing me off. Just give y'all full context, full transparency. Y'all are going to hear why in this part of the interview, why she was pissing me off. Because we, we we look at liberal versus conservative, and we always say liberals are, are like punks, like punk made. You going to hear why in this part right here. Watch this shit. I'm not like trying to say like you're a bad person or like you would use a racial slur. What I'm just trying to get at is that you might not be sensitive to the big picture about what it looks like disputing votes only in places where most of the voters are people of color and that people of color might take some offense to that. That's not what Stop the Still was about and Stop the Seal is about those votes don't count. Somebody's votes don't count. Not your vote, but someone else's. I'm not going to be painted into this narrative that you're trying to trying to go down this rabbit hole. I'm kind of done with the racial uh, part of this. Uh, so, um, we, we've already established in this interview that this motherfucker feels like black people don't have the interest or uh, I guess he feels that their votes don't matter as much as other votes. We've already went down that. We've established that shit. 
Mm-hmm. When she says it verbatim, do you see how weak Lily Liver she says? I'm not trying to say that you're like a bad person. No, right. fuck that. Right. Nigga, do you hear what the fuck you just said? That and shit that, is racist as fuck. And that's what I said last week. Every issue we continue to face, the rest of the nation does not stand up and say wrong is wrong. Let's do right by these people. We know we continue to do this, as we talked about earlier, y'all setting us up for failure, and then you call us failures. You deny us opportunity, and then you tell us why can't you? It is the most fucked up scenario ever where you are constantly cheating and then yet publicly saying, what is wrong with you? And then trying to depict us in such a way where we come off as the bad guy, the culprit, the the the, the, the uh, person, the wrongdoer, in some capacity. You know, what I'm it, it it is the, it is most insulting situation ever to have people live like they like they're decent, but knowing that they're not. Mm-hmm. So, what what leg do you really have to stand on when you can't agree on what facts are? So so as collectively as 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 Americans, and I, I get that you know we got liberals and conservatives. Everybody wants their side to win, right? But there should at least be a certain level of a certain uh, <clears throat> amount of facts that we can at least agree on, and then and then we can extrapolate from there, right? But if we can't agree on what an actual fact is, then what? Where are we supposed to come at from from either where we side? Go? What do we do? And, and, yeah. and quite honestly, there's only one side that seems to be totally against facts, be totally against science. Remember that these are the people that saying that uh, their children are being indoctrinated in colleges, right? Mm. But, but I'm not interest, interested enough in educating myself. To become one of those professors mm-hmm. that's teaching at that college. That's a fact. I'm not interested in becoming uh, the, the one of those doctors that actually has some uh, science and say. Uh, that I, I've studied something for 30 years, right? I should, uh, and, and I'm recognized as being at the top of my field. That's what's mm-hmm. called an expert. And, mm-hmm. Right. So, so my, my, my word, at the very least, my word should be ex- respected and taken into consideration. Whether you agree or disagree, that's fine. But, right. but, but you should at least say, maybe I should put some worth <clears throat> into what this person is saying. But you're, you're, you're giving the same amount of weight to some uneducated motherfucker that has no history has never studied has never put any effort into doing learning it, yeah. or doing anything but he has the same amount of power as this person it's like the Mar- Mar- marjorie taylor green yeah her name is, ain't even worth a <laughs> right? I'm on, I'm on, she, but I'm, you know she clowned herself this but, week but, she clowns herself every, every week, week. Right? i have no committee assignments i have no uh, effect no. on any law that's made in this country whatsoever. But after Donald Trump, I'm the second most wanted person to speak for any conservative in this country. They have been stripped God from her. She, do- she not only doesn't have them, mm-hmm. they have been stripped from her. So, so tell me how, how serious I'm supposed to take conservatives when they want to just 
The conservatives have put have been the party of no for quite some time right now, but, right? Mm-hmm. So but, now I don't even have a platform, and I just I'm just putting somebody out there, simply saying if you didn't do what Trump said, right. then you're just not in our tent or under our tent or whatever. And this person actually literally has power in our country. So you, when a foolish rapper said, "Where do I go from here?" Now we have to look at the fact that. Are we just idiots who are following down the path of our emotions? Or are we always speaking truth? When Chuck D told us that we had to fight the power, did we take that as a cultural song? Or do we actually believe in it? And we have to decide at some point that the black dollar means so much to the American economy that we move and shake buildings with it. And the our problem is the fact that we don't see ourselves as any type of unifying force. And we have to decide, are we gonna be that? Or do we simply need to agree on everything to be able to be there? Because no other group seems to have to feel that way. And we have been so shaken by our history that we never can move anywhere if we are not simply unified. And the only way you become unified is if the leader gets shot and buried. And then you no longer have a leader. And we have to become better than that. And I don't understand what we can do to get there, but I do understand that's how we lose being there. And I don't know what what we need to do at this point. Yeah. Um <clears throat> we have we have to be united or something. It's the United States. And I know there's just a bunch of states, different states around. We have to unite in we have to have something that we're united in. Because guess what? <clears throat> uh Vlad, Big Vlad, Big Pooty, mm-hmm. he re- he's ready. He's ready. But I think if y'all want smoke, in death. But if y'all want smoke, if y'all like, want smoke, he's, he's, he's telling y'all. I'm gonna say it which again. I want. I'm gonna say it again, and I've been saying it from the beginning of the podcast. If you don't address African American issues, the first people in line with issues, everything else is superficial. It's fake. If you don't help, if you don't help attempt to help invest in and treat us as though we are also the Americans Mitch McConnell <laughs> told us we weren't if you don't then we will repeat each each day like it's Groundhog Day yep. because we won't give up because we're resilient we will continue to ask you what's, the, what's wrong with you but at the end of the day the other problem is I keep saying it where's the rest of us if you see us being treated the way we're being treated, why is everybody not outraged? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's been a great show. It's been a great pod. We're up on it. Uh, if it's anything that we touched on that you feel like you wanted us to keep going about, <clears throat> um, that's on you. <laughs> you need to have that. You no, know, you need to have these conversations with the people who are in your circle. That's uh, all. Yeah, y'all need to have these conversations, and and you need to reach out to us about oh yeah those conversations. Put them in the yeah, info at udkpodcast.com, dot com, dot com. Put them in the Discord, email us, smoke signal, 
carry your pigeon, all that good shit. We respond. Yes. Um, we're at we're at the end. We're at the end. Wonderful show. Wonderful show. Hex. Shout outs. Shout out to my my big sister, man. Happy birthday to you tomorrow. Yeah. Love her. Uh, mean the world. Been there so, for me so many times. And can't wait to have a little celebration tomorrow. So shout out to my big sis. Shout out to everybody who's participating. Shout out to everybody who is spreading the word that it's okay to have a conversation about some things we don't normally talk about. Yeah. We don't, do, we this ain't, you know, we, we hit little sports. We don't do housewives. We hit, a, we, we hit issues that matter and we hope that that matters to you. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, Again, as I, we talked on, on the off 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 pod earlier, my whole focus is just for the folks who ride with what we doing, and everybody else who jumps on board after. We that we 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 certainly want you, but really, it's for folks who are like minded, who understand growth and opportunity and possibilities are are real. Yeah, UDK. Irv, shout out, shout out to my brothers, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a firm believer in, <clears throat> uh, I guess I'm paraphrasing because I don't know the exact phrase the MLK used, but um, adversity uh, uh, shows a person's character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you, when you, when you deal yeah. with the worst that you can possibly deal, deal with, um, a person's true colors come out in that time. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just want to thank y'all for keeping me grounded. True character is shown when a man is not in front of others where other people will pretend in front, yeah, of, it's in, in front it's, of us. It's in the light. It's not It's not in the light where everybody's looking. It's in the dark where nobody is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, uh, I can't tell y'all how much I appreciate y'all love and support and I'm always going to be in the dark where nobody's looking. I don't need nobody. Fact, Let me say no this again. one at all. I don't need a motherfucking soul to justify <laughs> your me, manhood, my facts. manhood, and the type of man that I am. I don't yeah. give a fuck who you are. I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm gonna be me until the day I die. Facts, facts. KG, shout out, shout out to everybody who really understands who the fuck they are, because we can't win this fight without y'all being able to understand that. It's not about one black president. It is about one black voice. And it's going to be harder and impossible forever if y'all can't simply understand that I don't need a leader to follow. I need to follow the lead of anything that is greatness with us. And we could actually make something out of that. Yeah. You can't buy integrity, bitches. <laughs> Facts. Honor ain't for everybody. JR, shout out. Even yeah. with Bitcoin. Yep. Shout out to everybody who um, who believes in the idea of a dialogue. Um, whether we agree, whether you're conservative, whether you're liberal, whether you're um, atheist, whether you're a Christian. Uh, those who believe that in order to get better, we have to have a dialogue. And that's what I think, you know, as I'm hearing you guys around the room tonight, that we're starving for is not, is the idea of we're just, it's not based on hate or based on anything else besides we come together and we have a, a logical dialogue as a launch, a launch spot to get better. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Stand and so, for motherfucking something. Something. And whether I agree with you or whether we don't, as we always say, you know, um, you're entitled we, to your opinion. We work. We work through it. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, create create a sensible, constructive dialogue that we can make our launch pad. And that's what I'm gonna leave it on, Jay. Yes. My man. Uh, shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark it, save for later, listen to it. Oh shit, this shit is dope. They sending somebody to listen to it. Oh shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U D K. Take no chance